Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Postia. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions, and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment, and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. Welcome to another episode of A Bit of Clarity. Today, I want to reflect on something very important that we all maybe have had, or at least we should have in our lives. And I'm talking those people that really are important to us, those people that we spend time with, those people that are helping us, that are assisting us on our journey, those people we go to when we have questions, when we, when we need good advice. What I'm talking about today is mentoring. Um, I'm sure you've had many teachers in life, you've, you've had instructors, but I'm not sure if you've had mentors or coaches. So this week we're focusing on mentoring and next week we will be focusing on coaching. But today, uh, this mentoring is, is very, very important because the relationship that you build in the mentoring process uh, helps you on your journey as you navigate through life. Uh, have you had a mentor? Have you had more mentors? What input have they had in your life? How much have they helped you? Do you have that awareness? Do you realize how important they were on your journey? Maybe you had mentors, but you weren't conscious at the time that they were mentoring you. What about you as a mentor? Do you mentor others? Do you help others? Do you assist others? Do you spend time with others to help them along as they navigate through life? So let's have a look a little bit more into mentoring today. For those of you that are aware and have journeyed with us until now, you know that we have some show notes at eq.org.au and also in the links wherever you are watching or listening to this uh, material. Uh, eq.org.au, episode 47 on mentoring, to understand mentoring today. So this is what I wrote. And uh, I always, in my notes, I try to be very direct, very clear, because we are talking about clarity. Also very succinct, so you can do it. I, I try and fit it all on an A4 page, so you have a reference point. Now, I'm also conscious that a lot of you are listening to this podcast while you're driving or maybe while you're running or jogging or doing other sports or other activities and you don't have um, the ability to immediately download this content. But let me tell you something. Do go back uh, whenever you get a chance. Don't let it go on for another week or listen to another podcast. Just uh, make a conscious effort to download the guide, download the show notes, and spend some time with them, and especially do the application at the bottom, because there's always a question or two at the bottom, which will help you get some traction with this teaching that I'm bringing to you. So understanding mentoring. Mentoring is a learning relationship generally focused on long-term personal or career development. We all want to develop ourselves. We want to grow. We want to expand. We want to renew. One of the ways you can do that is through mentoring. Now, mentoring, generally speaking, uh, we, we know that it, it is a program. 
but it is more than a program. If you only look at it as a program, it will give you knowledge, but it may not give you a lot of traction in your life. So it is more than just knowledge, it is a relationship. It is a, because you're spending time with your mentor or when you are mentoring somebody else, there has to be a bond, there has to be a chemistry, there has to be a two-way relationship going on in there. So mentoring is based on a relationship. And this relationship helps the uh, mentee grow, helps them develop, helps them learn, helps them improve in many ways. And uh, the focus is not just on the, on the immediate benefit. Coaching can be on, on an immediate goal. But uh, when we talk about mentoring, mentoring uh, focuses on long-term and uh, it can be on personal growth and it can be on professional development. It could be on career. It could be in many, many other uh, facets of life. The primary purpose is to drive personal growth so the person grows. It is also to build skills, knowledge, and understanding. So when we mentor somebody, we look holistically at their personal development, not just in their personal life, but also in their career, also in their spiritual journey, also in their family journey, in every domain of life that they need development. The mentor role is wider than that of a coach and may include opening doors, making connections, and sharing experiences. So when we mentor somebody, we just don't coach them on a specific task, on a specific skill, or a specific goal. We make every effort to see that person flourish. We may connect them to our network. We may open new doors for them, new opportunities for them, make some introductions for them. Uh, we have their long-term benefit in view, and basically we are their confidant. We are for them. And um, we also share our own experiences, we share our own knowledge, and we bring them on a beautiful journey uh, of growth and development. Mentors listen objectively, so they listen with a purpose to help that person, so the focus is on the person, and act as a sounding board. It helps the mentee process what's going on in their mind, in their heart, in their thoughts, in the narrative they tell themselves. So they're a sounding board. Uh, a mentee can call a mentor and say, look, I've got to do this. What do you think about this? What are your thoughts on this? Should I do this or should I do that? Or I'm, I'm processing this thought pattern. Do you, do you think I'm going the right way? What are some of the questions I should ask myself? So they have somebody to process life with and discuss things and talk about emotions, maybe talk about thoughts, talk about uh, what's going on in, in, in their world. They ask questions that encourage mentees to look at issues from a variety of perspectives and focus on problem solving, decision making, and solutions. So as a mentor, yes, you have the role to give guidance, but also to prompt questions. What alternatives are there? Have you looked at it from this perspective? Have you thought about those people involved? So let's say if you take a decision, if you need to make a decision for your family, let's say... Uh, you need to buy a house or you want to buy a house. Have you considered what your wife needs? Um, does she need a bigger kitchen? Does she, um, not necessarily that the women have to spend time in the kitchen, but I'm just saying, is that important for her? 
Maybe the ensuite is important for her. Maybe she wants to have a, make sure that there is a bath, not just a shower. Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe she likes views. Uh, maybe the children need to be close to school, to sport. Uh, maybe you need to be close to public transport. Have you considered um, what value it will be in 10 years from now? Is it a good area that will appreciate? Um, how much maintenance does the house require? Do you have to do any improvements now? Do you need to do renovations down the track? Uh, you see so many aspects that you probably never thought of, but now that you are talking to a mentor, you can process these things and you can consider other people, and this will help you solve some problems, this will help you make decisions, and this will help you come up with um, new solutions to the challenges that you're facing. A good mentor challenges traditional, way, traditional ways of thinking and encourages strategies outside the mentee's comfort zone. So a good mentor will always stretch you. They will not leave you where you are, and they will not leave you with your own perspective and your own mentality and the way you are thinking now. They will stretch your imagination. They will stretch your thought pattern. They will stretch possibilities. They will make you consider new ways. They will get you to read uh, maybe new stuff, maybe gain different skills, maybe listen to a podcast like this one. Or, you know, they will challenge you. They will ask you the question, well, why do you think that's a good decision? Have you made decisions like that before? So a mentor has permission given by the mentee to speak into their life, to ask and to give feedback and to also give suggestions and maybe, you know, hold you accountable if needs be. So these are very, very important from a mentor's perspective, but also from a mentee's perspective. When to consider mentoring. So there in the middle, there's a section which says when to consider mentoring. For This is more in a professional world, but it is applicable to our personal life and to our, you know, every, every area of our lives. When a company is seeking to develop its leaders or talent pool as part of succession planning. So when they want to leave a legacy behind, when they want to pass on their legacy to somebody else, when they want to recruit new people, when they want to teach new people with the values of the company, they will mentor somebody into the position, into the job, into the career, into what they need to make sure that the company will carry on. So you will mentor somebody who needs to take over maybe some of the tasks that you're doing. So before delegating those tasks to them, maybe you need to mentor them into the new role. When a company seeks to develop its diverse employees to remove barriers that hinder their success. So maybe you have somebody uh, in, in your company or your organization or in your circle who needs to develop new skills. And the best way to do that is through a mentoring relationship. So they can grow, so they don't limit themselves and they don't limit the organization from growth. When a company seeks to more completely develop its employees in ways that are additional to the acquisition of specific skills and competencies. So let's say a company grows and develops in new ways and a lot of the employees haven't grown up in that as fast as the company has. So they need to have uh, more skills and more abilities for their current employees or their managers or their directors. 
So then they get somebody to mentor them into this growth, into this development. When a company seeks to retain its internal expertise and experience residing in its baby boomer employees for future generations. Now, because the baby boomers are generally very resilient and they have a lot of grit and the ability to push on and be very industrious and maybe do long hours and focus on what they're doing, for a company to continue to be successful and competitive, that same grit and resilience needs to be passed on to the next generation. So they realize that they have a, a great bunch of people who are driving the company forward. But if these people leave uh, or they retire in the next five to 10 years, they need somebody with the same energy or the same skills or the same grit and the same uh, bouncing back ability to do the same thing. So these guys that are going towards retirement need to mentor the younger guys into the same pattern of thinking. When a company wants to create a workforce that balances the professional and the personal. You know, when, you know we're talking about work and life balance, but this is not just, it doesn't just happen because we're forced to do it. it should, we should be proactive in this and we should train our people, we should mentor our people into you know, recovering, into resting, into uh, making sure that they take the time off and they make use of that time to rest and recover. So for example, if they have regular weekends off, as most people do, but if they have holidays as well, uh, you know, there's no point in going full on Saturday and Sunday and then coming to work wasted on Monday. You want to make sure that you mentor people and that you teach them how important it is to recover and restore themselves, and uh, they, they have a balanced life. So mentoring helps in this regard as well. Some of the benefits of mentoring for both the mentor and mentee. I've listed five here. There are many more, but at least this gives us a starting point. Number one, increased confidence. As a mentor, when you mentor somebody else, it works for you as well. It works for the mentee because their confidence uh, is boosted because somebody talks to them, somebody uh, helps them make decisions, somebody processes things with them, somebody shares ideas with them. But it helps, you also, it helps also the mentor because they can share ideas. As they dig deep within themselves, they realize how much they know. They get that awareness about their skills and also how much they can uh, bless other people with those skills. So uh, it increases confidence in the mentor and also in the mentee. The mentee uh, can process thoughts. Maybe a lot of times it was only done in their head. And all of a sudden they open up to this. Uh, they learn to stand up for themselves, so they become more confident. Uh, they're able to make decisions, which most people don't have the clarity to make decisions, but with a the mentor, they have that confidence to push forward. Number two, higher self-awareness. They have the ability or they learn how to have a serious look at themselves, at their values, at their strengths, at their weaknesses. They don't feel threatened. It is a safe place where they can do that. Both the mentor and mentee uh, learn from this and they benefit from this. The mentee uh, becomes vulnerable, the mentor becomes the confidant, and they help each other on this journey. Number three, exposure to new possibilities. They, when they talk about problems, the mentor helps the mentee with new ideas to solve their problem. 
uh, new thinking, innovation, curiosity, learning. So they explore things, they brainstorm things together, they look at options, they look at which way we could go, who is affected by this, what happens if I do this, uh, are there new ways of doing this, are there new people that we can, you know, uh, ask or bring into, the, into our lives. So they help explore new possibilities. Number four, giving and receiving feedback. That honest discussion that you can have with a mentor, and of course with a mentee as well, uh, gives the possibility to go deep, not just wide in the discussion, ways we can improve, we can look at ways we can improve our life, we can look at how best to build relationships, how best to become open. So, you know, it's, it's very important. It actually helps the mentor as well when they speak into the life of the mentee because then they have the ability to voice what's important for the other person in a gentle but firm way that encourages the mentee to take on that feedback and do something about it. So it's amazing the connection and the relationship is built when we have the honesty and the transparency to give and receive feedback. And number five, we become better communicators as a mentor, as a mentee, because the art of asking and listening is a really wonderful art. Knowing what questions to ask, knowing how to listen, knowing how to give answers, knowing how to make suggestions. This contributes to leadership development, this contributes to the way we give guidance and receive guidance. This contributes to the way we build legacy and leave legacy behind and inherit that legacy. So don't just think that the benefits are only for the mentee. Yes, the, bene the benefits are greater for the mentee. But let me tell you something. As a mentor, you also benefit when you mentor other people. You grow as well. So all these five benefits which I've listed here are for both parties. Number one, increased confidence. Number two, higher self-awareness. Number three, exposure to new possibilities. Number four, giving and receiving feedback. And number five, better communication. All this blesses both the mentee and the mentor. Now, how can you apply some of these in your life? I'm sure that while I, while I was talking to you about this mentoring relationship, you were already thinking about some people that have mentored you or some people that could mentor you. And you were also thinking about some people that you could mentor. They could become your mentees. Now, if you've already thought about some of these, why don't you write these people down? So in the application, I said first identify a current need where you need mentoring and consider who could become your mentor. So what need do you have, a current need, a felt need, a known need in your life where you could use a mentor? And who would be the best person to mentor you into this? Write this down and get in touch with that person and enter into that mentoring relationship. Secondly, you have also responsibility to mentor others. So get yourself mentored by somebody that is further, that's gone a bit further uh, in life experience. They don't have to be generally older than you. They can be younger than you. The younger people can mentor older people. They, most of the time they are older people because they have more, more experience, but they don't always have to be. But on their journey, they have gone a little bit further than you and can help you. But also look at those people who are behind you, who you need to help to catch up. Who can you mentor? So think of somebody who would benefit from you mentoring them and what their need is.
So try and work on the two dimensions, somebody who's gone ahead of you and somebody who's coming behind you, somebody who can mentor you and somebody whom you can mentor. And as you do that, enter these mentoring relationships and let me know how it goes for you. Well, I really hope this blesses you and helps you in your mentoring growth because the more clarity you have, the more clarity you can give to other people. Thank you so much for sharing this content with those people that you love and care about. And as they grow and develop, this place becomes, this world becomes a better place for all of us. I look forward uh, to seeing you next week when we will be talking about coaching. Look forward to seeing you then. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.